Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 239. Think you can fail only if you try? Think again. By Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself. So with that, let's jump right in and hear another post from Nia Shanks as we optimize your life. Think you can fail only if you try? Think again by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We may hesitate to do something or try new things because we don't want to fail. But what if not taking action could lead to an even bigger failure? If we tried something and didn't attain the desired outcome, we define the event as a failure. We tried, it didn't work, or was a catastrophic disaster. Therefore, we failed. Failure, it seems, is a result of taking action. Just do it, they say. Well, maybe you just did it and hated it. Or perhaps the outcome was worse than you expected or could have prepared for. This is why we can easily smooth talk ourselves out of taking action. Trying to avoid failure is a comforting excuse to not take that risk or try that new thing and remain safely in our comfort zone. Taking action is scary because it's an opportunity for us to fail. It makes us vulnerable. We say, if I do this thing, I could fail miserably. Or the result may not be what I intended. The action may indeed lead to failure, so we procrastinate, make excuses, or put the thought out of our minds. We nestle snugly back into the welcoming warmth of our comfort zone, safe and sound from the big bully, failure. But it's time to redefine failure. Over the past several months, I've been examining this word, failure, to determine what it truly means and how it occurs. As a result of this personal inspection, I pose to you that inaction can be a failure. You can fail because you didn't act or try. Not taking risks, getting out of our comfort zones, seeing what we're capable of doing, trying the things that keep us awake at night, exploring the what-ifs that excite us, and otherwise not becoming the best versions of ourselves is failing. Sure, 
by taking action, you may fail by traditional standards. But inaction can be failing too. I think its consequences could be larger than trying and failing. Not living up to your true potential and allowing your talents, passions, and abilities to explode forth can be considered failing. In this light, taking that chance isn't nearly so intimidating, is it? Let's redefine how we view failure. Changing how we view failure. How can you not allow fear of the what-ifs prevent you from taking action? Perhaps more importantly, when you do take action and things don't go as planned, how can you view failure as a positive experience? First, you must acknowledge that you have a choice in how you view failure. This is best explained by Dr. Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset. In the book, she reveals that we have a choice between two mindsets, a fixed and growth mindset, and they can apply to any area of life, including how we view failure. As a brief overview, those who have a fixed mindset believe intelligence and other traits they possess were what they were born with, meaning it can't be changed. Either you have it, whatever it is, or you don't. Those with a growth mindset believe how we are born is just a starting point, that we can increase our intelligence, learn new skills, and change our traits. As Dweck says in her book, quote, becoming is better than being, end quote. This means that you can improve your skills and do the things you want to do. You don't have to give in to the false notion that you must be born that way. It all comes down to a choice. You can choose which mindset you want to adopt, and this can be applied to how we view failures. Those with a growth mindset view failures as opportunities to improve their skills. And perhaps most importantly, those with a growth mindset believe that failure is an experience, not an identity. It's an opportunity to strengthen your grit, to learn, to grow, to gain knowledge you can't attain from reading a stack of books on a given subject to become a better, more experienced version of yourself than would otherwise be possible. Failure is one of our greatest teachers, and we'd be wise to heed its lessons. The next time you're paralyzed by fear and tempted to snuggle back into your comfort zone where scary things don't happen, look at the situation differently. Could you fail worse by not taking the chance, doing the thing, or fill in the blank? Could not taking action lead to far greater consequences than if you tried and failed? As a personal example, I've published dozens of articles on this website that scare the crap out of me to put in front of your eyes. Why? Because some people may get offended or hate the content or think I'm an idiot. I've received hate mail for my experiences and views, but I've reasoned it out that not sharing certain things is a bigger failure than posting these articles and facing potential criticism. As a result of the articles published here, I've had the privilege of connecting with others who have had similar experiences and have helped many. In this instance, not posting articles, not taking action because I'm afraid of failing, for example, receiving negative feedback or not sharing something extremely helpful would be a bigger failure because I wouldn't be helping others. I'll continue to take action and not allow unconstructive criticism to affect me. From my perspective, as I mentioned above with that one small example, failure can happen because you don't act. What if you take action and do end up failing anyway? First, have some compassion on yourself. Second, harness the growth mindset and use that experience to make you better, smarter, and more resilient. You can do this if you want to. Remember, it's a learning experience. It doesn't define you. 
In the end, we all have a choice. When it comes to failure, don't fear it. Not doing the things you want to do can be a bigger failure. Should you encounter failure, learn from it. While it may be a suck fest at the time, you can choose to use that experience to grow. To quote Dr. Dweck one last time, quote, you can look back on your life and say, I could have been, or you can look back and say, I gave my all for the things I valued. You just listened to the post titled, Think You Can Fail Only If You Try? Think Again, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I've admitted to many people that I'm actually quite high anxiety and quite an introvert, believe it or not. And if you don't believe it, you're with the majority. Most folks think that I'm an extrovert and have no problem talking to people and jumping right in and trying new things. No, I am not like that at all. For those that know me very well, that's kind of the opposite of me. Social interaction is great. I like it, but it actually drains me. I'm one of those that needs a nap after a party. I shared this with you because, again, I wanted to let you know that this is not natural to me either. Trying new things is something that I fight all the time, but I have to force myself to do it. I love that quote Nia shared from Dr. Dweck with regards to looking back on your life and saying, what didn't I try? Could I have been better? Could I have done this or that? I love that quote because I've actually started using that quite a bit in my own life. I don't phrase it the exact same way. I think of it more like this. On my deathbed, ooh, that's kind of morbid. Well, how about this? Uh, near the end of my life, when I look back upon my life, would I say, gosh, I'm sorry I tried that. What a bummer. I should have never done that. Or am I gonna be more likely to say, I should have just tried it. Knowing me, even though I fear change and I'm high anxiety and don't like new things or whatever, I know I will still regret those things that I haven't tried. I will likely regret less those things I did try and failed at. So if you're anything like me, I get it. It's not easy to jump in and try new things. I have that same fear of failure, but you can push yourself. It just takes a new mindset. It takes a little bit of force, but it can happen. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll see you back on the Q&A show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.